Welcome back, Travel Besties, to Season 2 of the Passports and Coffee Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Sherea. This season, we're excited to introduce to you some new Travel Besties. So grab yourself a cup of coffee. And let's inspire you to travel the world. Welcome back, Travel Besties, to a brand new episode here on the podcast. We are so excited to be talking about a destination spotlight today. We are talking about Peru. We spent about three weeks in Peru together, going from Lima all the way down to Cusco, and we have some fun stories for you. But before we jump in, Kayla, what are you drinking today? So today I am drinking a Vietnamese pour-over coffee. So I actually found this brand, Copper Cow. I'm unsure if we talked about it on the podcast before, but it is extremely yummy. You get the Vietnamese pour over. So I did the vanilla today. Yum. It's really, really good. So Copper Cow is actually a really cool brand. I like that it is Vietnamese coffee. Me too. Plus it's, it comes, travel, it's travel yeah. friendly, which I love. But yeah. And it comes yeah. with creamer packets, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like the condensed milk creamer packets, mm-hmm. which is like amazing. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> what are you drinking today? Well, today I'm actually not drinking coffee for like the first time. Oh my gosh. I know I, I know. have like not drank coffee on the <laughs> podcast, but Sharia. Yeah. <laughs> I am actually drinking tea. It's my favorite green tea. It's called Genmaicha and it's a Japanese toasted brown rice green tea. And mm. yeah, so it's either called like toasted brown rice tea or poor man's tea because apparently they would use the rice to filter the tea instead of using a filter and that was supposed to help economically but it's yummy it's green tea and toasted brown rice which is my favorite yummy yeah love it all right you guys let's get into all things peru so as sheree was saying we spent about three weeks maybe a little over three weeks in peru in 2019 october through november of Mm -hmm. 2019 and I, <laughs> the way that it started, because I reached out to Sharia and I was like, hey, I have um, vacation time. Where do you want to go? <laughs> and we were kind of deciding on where we wanted to go. And I ended up sharing this image <laughs> of like a sky dome <laughs> accommodation <laughs> in the mountains. And I was like, we should go to Peru and let's stay here. And Sherry was like, okay. <laughs> and that's kind of how our trip kind of started. Yeah. And, I always say yes. <laughs> and that was also probably the dumbest thing we've ever done, which we will get into. <laughs> that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, we said yes to Peru. And it was honestly one of like my favorite trips I think we've been on. Yeah. Peru will always have a special place in my heart. I just... I just love it so much and excited to share about it and why with you guys today. All right. So let's kind of, we want to break down like our trip, how, where we went, things that we recommend, just all things Peru. So we started our trip in Lima and we really Mm -hmm. didn't have much planned from there. So the one thing that we booked prior to us like heading to Peru is trekking the Salkantai to Machu Picchu. So we had a really open itinerary and all we knew is we needed to be like in Cusco at a certain date. And from there, we really just winged it. Yeah. Honestly, that was probably the best thing that we could have done because we really had like this open schedule and we just kind of did what we wanted to do. And 
what really helped us do that was that we did Peru Hop. I love Peru Hop. Peru Hop is a company, it's almost like a hop on, hop off tour bus. And you book your travel from wherever you're coming from. So we booked it from Lima to Cusco. And they have different routes to go Cusco to Lima. You could go Cusco to even Bolivia. Or you could do all three cities. But what's really awesome about Peru Hop is that that's the main route. But they do lots of stops in between. And this pass is good for a year. So if you wanted to spend a month in a city, you could. If you wanted to cop on the next bus the next day, you could. Which offered a lot of flexibility. So we started in Lima. And one thing, too, is that they have these excursions that are either included or added on or that you could add on for an extra fee. But our first stop was to this basically slave plantation. And I had no idea that this whole history existed here in Peru. Did you have any ideas that there was a slave trade in Peru? None. None whatsoever. And honestly, we would have never known that if Peru Hop didn't stop mm-hmm. there. So essentially, we were heading to Paracas. So we went from Lima to Paracas, and one of the stops was to this slave plantation or this mm-hmm. old plantation where they had slaves. And we learned so much on that stop that mm-hmm. I had no idea that history even existed in Peru. But also, I found it interesting because it's something that we wouldn't have necessarily done, um, whether we took like a private transfer, whatever the case may be, to Paracas. I don't think that's something that would have been on our radar or that we would even looked into. Yeah, I would know. Yeah, I would have had no idea to even research. Yeah. Research. Yeah. So that's like one of the things that I find to be really cool about Peru Hop is they kind of put things in the itinerary. And I'm going to use itinerary loosely because it's not really an itinerary, but like for the set day, wherever the starting location is and then like the ending location every day there was some kind of stop or an included uh, Mm -hmm. like included activity or something that you could pay extra for which was nice so like you really had that flexibility of what you wanted to participate in which was nice yeah I still remember so one thing about this plantation and the slave trade is that this was a main hub for I would use the word import, which is probably a very poor word, but where they imported all of the slaves and then they would use these underground tunnels. So we went on down in these underground tunnels and it was just pitch black and tight hallways. And it was just so hard to imagine being being there during that time where it was just you couldn't see and you just just were uprooted from your home. It was it was crazy and sombering. Yeah. I I would agree. I know it it was just interesting. And then I don't remember that much of like the stop, to be honest, but it was definitely an interesting stop. And I'm glad that we made the stop. And then from there, we went to Paracas, which is considered like the poor man Galapagos. And I have been to Galapagos and I can agree that it is a poor man's Galapagos. But what is really interesting about this stop that we made is that the national park was included in our Peru hot pass. Mm -hmm. And then we paid next to nothing. And that's like another thing too, is these activities that you can pay extra for if you pay for them on the bus it's significantly cheaper than what you would pay for in that location. So yeah, 
in Paracas, we did a boat tour to the islands and I think we paid $15. Was it? Or no, that was for Huacachina was 15 Yeah, I think it was like Yeah, I think seven. it was even cheaper. It was so cheap. And I mean, so you really, one, they are trying to create activities where you can see the area, right? But on top mm-hmm. of that, they know that people are traveling on a budget as well, which is nice. So then they provide these activities for a cheaper price than what you would pay in that location, which is cool. And another thing too about Peru Hop is you they work with certain hotels and accommodations mm-hmm. and you can book your accommodation like day of when you're on the bus with the they're really not like tour. Yeah. Um, how do you even describe the person that's on the bus? Because they're not really our our tour leader or a tour guide. I'm not a tour guide. A host. A host, I guess. I don't know. Basically, they're the people who are on the bus that are keeping like everything on track when we stop making sure everybody gets back on the boat or back on the bus. But they mm-hmm. come around every day when we're on the bus and like ask if we have accommodation or if there's something that they want to book for us, if, you know, whatever the case may be. So we literally, that's how we booked our accommodation like night of. And then yeah. you're able to on Hop, like if you want to extend your time. So say we stayed, we originally only planned for one night in Paracas and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We stayed one night in Paracas. But if we liked it, we had the ability to go into like the Hop online portal and change things so basically they just needed to know when you were being picked up and that's it so that way they were making sure there was Mm -hmm. enough spaces on the bus but that was really never a problem Mm -hmm. for us I don't think we never had an issue of having space Mm -hmm. and really we kind of traveled with a lot of the same people the whole time but then like we would pick people up people would leave it was kind of a really cool environment to be honest so it's like you're kind of traveling in a group but you're not yeah your group changes every day or so. It's great, too, because I feel like we had a lot of different age ranges, too. We had, like, a family with children. Yeah. We had, like, solo travelers. We had people who are traveling with friends. Like, I do feel like – Couples. Yeah, it was a very great, like, diverse group, but – it was definitely yeah. a lot of fun. And I highly recommend that if you're going to Peru to maybe look into Peru Hop because as we're going to like talk about our itinerary, we have seen and stopped in places that are not on people's itinerary at all. Like I feel like most people when they go to Peru, mm-hmm. they stop in Lima and then head straight to Cusco. And as beautiful as Cusco is, and we'll talk about that, I do think Peru is more than just Machu Picchu and Cusco. Yeah, Absolutely. Because I was just kind of blown away by the different landscapes that is Peru that I didn't know existed until we did Peru Hop. Because mm-hmm. it's true. All you think about when you think of Peru is Machu Picchu. And it's just one small little spot in Peru. But yeah, there's so much diversity in Peru. And there's rainforests. There's desert. There's mountains mm-hmm. and rainforests. So there's a lot. Peru's awesome. Agreed. So after Paracas, yeah. we went to Huacachina. I loved Huacachina so much. It was so much fun. Huacachina was so much fun. I think it was like one of our favorite stops. I think yeah. solely for the fact of like just the atmosphere of Huacachina. <laughs> and we really just kind of felt like children. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. It was it just was like a lot of fun. I don't know how else more to explain it. So basically, Huacachina is this like desert oasis in the middle of nowhere. These humongous sand dunes. Sand dunes. And nestled with in this, there. Like, 
random like body of water. Yeah. And then it's just like a, a massive party town. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. No <laughs> locals really live there. They all bus mm-hmm. in to work there. And yeah. so it really is just a bunch of tourists. And there's a lot of activities that you can do there, which we definitely did pay for because mm-hmm. it was an activity that I've never done before. And we went mm-hmm. sandboarding. Oh, that was so much fun. But also definitely a workout. Yeah, but, but also to, was so much fun. to get to the dunes, we had to take these huge sand buggies. And mm-hmm. that in itself was so much fun. Like if we just did that, that would have that would have made the night. It was incredible. But sandboarding was such a workout, but it was also a slightly terrifying. I was nervous on some of those dunes. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be nervous. And the thing, too, is that they tell you to lie on your belly because it's a lot safer. But still, lying on your belly was still <laughs> really scary. I remember, like, the first one, I was like, oh, my God, this is so tall. And it was nothing compared to, like, the last, <laughs> like, sand dune that we, like, sandboarded down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a video of me going, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just so much fun. So much fun. And then we watched the sunset like oh, that was down so past the dunes and it was so pretty. When we were in Huacachina, we stayed in a hostel. <laughs> that was It was That was an experience for sure. It was the cheapest one, but also like a, the mid middle ones were mm-hmm. booked up because we booked ours a lot later than we had the previous night and mm-hmm. so our preferred ones were not available. available. Yeah. And we didn't want to spend crazy amount of money. I mean, it probably was like, what, $50 was it the most probably expensive? probably wasn't even like that crazy. But I think like at the time we kind of were working in a budget because yeah. we were traveling for like a longer period of time. So we were kind of working within a budget. And yeah, we wanted to spend like 10 to $15, I think was yeah. our range. And I think this like hostel was like Seven. nothing yeah it was like super cheap <laughs> and all night it was just like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> only you could see me just this mm, mm. <laughs> literally all night that's all you heard and i remember it was downstairs party bumping yeah. across the street i remember bumping. like texting Trey. i'm like what is going on <laughs> and then all i remember too is like these because we were in a mixed dorm and there was like, what? Well, it was like a 20 room, like big storm or something like that. There was a lot of people in that room. There's a lot. And I remember these two dudes getting ready. And the one guy just kept spraying his cologne. I was like, buddy, <laughs> you have enough. We can smell you from here. Like, I think shit. everyone downstairs across the street can smell you. It was, it was, so it was bad. dizzying. It was really bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, we survived that night. That was, <laughs> that was fun. We did not, um, fun. we did not partake in the partying, but no. we actually woke up like, it wasn't even fairly early, but I feel like everybody was sleeping. I mean, they, yeah. it was a rager the night before. They were, so yeah, they were partying. <laughs> everybody was like sleeping. So we headed up on the dunes the next morning. We had like breakfast and then climbed to the dunes and it got hot, real hot, like real quick to the point where like we were wearing like flip flops. Yeah. Bad decision. Bad decision. Our feet were on fire. Yeah. Because it was maybe 10 o'clock when we decided that we needed to get back because we needed to leave. We needed to catch our bus at 11, 11.30 or something like that. Yeah. And so we started walking and the sand was just burning our feet. So we ended up having to run down these sand dunes just to get it over with. But we ended up burning the soles of our feet, which I yeah. didn't think was possible. <laughs> it was so bad. Like we were running. I was like, oh, my God. 
was so bad. And I remember we'd had to stop and like bury our feet like deep in the sand because it was literally so hot. Yeah. Yeah. I was like halfway down the dune and we're like, we need to stop. It hurts too much. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a fun moment. After Huacachina, where did we go after Huacachina? We went to on a Pisco tour. Oh yeah, we did Pisco tasting. Yeah. That was fun. Which was cool. And we that was an included acti- uh, an included activity as well. Yeah, that was. And we went to the Pisco Vineyard, mm-hmm. tried, I don't know, eight different types of Pisco. Mm-hmm. And they all had something funny about them of like, this is the marriage Pisco or, or this something This is the silly. divorce Pisco. Because <laughs> I remember buying a divorce Pisco for my friend, <laughs> which I never gave her, by the way. It's still sitting in my uh, my liquor cabinet. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I saw it the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> never been drank, nothing, just still sitting there. Well, oh Sharaya, tell awesome. them what you did during the Pisco tour. Yes. So it was Peru Hop's sixth birthday, I think, mm-hmm. at the time. And after we all had our Pisco, Peru Hop wanted to hold a competition for to win these two tickets over the Nazca lines. And the Nazca lines are the is this phenomenon of these pictures on the ground. And some people think that it's aliens. So this opportunity was really, really awesome. It valued at like $90 $90 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the competition was a dance competition. And like we mentioned before, Peru has a slave trade history. So there's this Afro-Peruvian community. And so this dance is a Peruvian Afro-inspired dance. So it's a little bit salsa, a little bit Afro. So I was voluntold I was pressured to participate in this dance and I was like okay fine why not so I go up there and I knew that we wanted to be in air the next day so I wasn't really trying super hard until I looked at my left I looked at my right and everybody was terrible and I was like you know what just go all in so I did I ended up trying and I ended up winning the competition um, I never won anything before, so this was also really an exciting moment. But also, to win flight over Nascline was super, super awesome and interesting. I don't know. What did you think while you during that whole time? <laughs> I was obviously rooting for sure. I was like, "Yeah, do it!" Because I was like, "Wow, these people really suck." But then, like, I wasn't really expecting to win the tickets because like like she was saying we already had plans and a room booked in Arequipa but we oh yeah that's right I forgot room, about that. not with Peru Hop yeah so we already had like this room and so we already had plans because we really wanted to spend mm-hmm. two days in Arequipa I think like out of all the destinations that were like outside of like Lima and Cusco those were like the Arequipa was the one that really interests us because there's a lot to do in that area so we already had like plans and then next thing you know, Sharia won this like tour of the Nazca lines. And the guy was like, you don't, because we kind of told them like our predicament. And he was like, listen, you don't have to make a decision now because we were heading to Nazca after that. And basically there's this like watchtower almost that you can climb to see the Nazca lines. And I think we both kind of like looked at each other and we're like, well, let's see what they look like. We can go from there. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, once we went to Nazca, they were going to eat dinner there. 
right? And mm-hmm. then I think it was like an overnight bus to Arequipa. Yeah. We had to stay the night in Nazca in order to do the flight. So we that was that was yeah. the predicament is that we couldn't we couldn't do the flight that day. It had to be the next morning instead of taking the overnight bus. Yeah. So we had to stay in Nazca and then we didn't have a hotel in Nazca. So it was like one of those things yeah. where we're like, what do we do? You know, so we went to the watchtower and I think we both looked at each other and we're yeah. like, this is nothing like appreciate you, you really can't appreciate the lines. But like also you don't see the full line because these lines are massive, which we'll get into. You couldn't really see or really grasp what you were looking at. Mm-hmm. So we made the executive decision to stay. So then at that point, we were like scrambling to find a hotel. And I think there was like only like two to choose from. Yeah. Right. Or something like that. So, you know, we left the group. So all of the people that were on our bus were not staying in Nazca. I don't think. Mm -hmm. I think everybody was continuing on to Arequipa. So then we left everybody, which means that we were going to be on a completely different new bus with a different group of people heading to Arequipa the day before or the day after. So... This is kind of when our trip took a turn. So we decided to stay in Nazca. We completely changed our whole, you know, itinerary because now we're knowing, like, we have to be in Cusco at this day. So now we have to, like, eliminate a day in Arequipa, you know, the whole nine, right? Because we wanted to give ourselves a few days in Cusco before Mm -hmm. our major event in Cusco because we needed to kind of, like, acclimate acclimate to to the altitude. So, you know, we decided to stay in Nazca for the night. We decided to eat dinner. So chicken is a huge thing in Peru. They eat a lot of chicken. And there was always like these like chicken like restaurants where you can like go and get like a full chicken pretty much, right? Because it was like a full Mm -hmm. chicken. And then you get like a salad and like a couple sides. Like it's a full on like meal so we decided that's what we were gonna do and that's where things went downhill yeah I feel I feel really awful because I I didn't mention that this was my second time in Peru my first time was when I was 14 years old I went on a missions trip and I just had these memories of going to this chicken restaurant called Super Pollo and I was like we need to have chicken because there is chicken spots fried chicken spots everywhere and so I saw this particular spot that was a chain because I saw it all over Lima and we saw it, um, we just saw a ton of them. So I'm like, oh, it's a chain, so it should be fine. It was not fine. No, Kayla got really bad food poisoning. So we ate the chicken. We ate all the food. Like, we, I mean, we went to ha- we went to town. We ate it we all. We ate a lot of food. We were hungry because then I think we also got like cake afterwards, didn't we, or something We like did. That? Yeah. So, I mean, we were feasting. We felt fine afterwards. I think we even went to like like a convenience store and picked up some snacks, a water, whatever. We get back to the hotel room, still feeling okay. We went to bed like pretty early, I think, because we had like an early morning. Mm-hmm. Like we had to wake up. The hotel had breakfast, and then we were going to head to the airport to fly over the Nazca lines. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I wake up like middle of the night, and I was like, <gasps> oh, no. I had food poisoning, and when I call, when I tell you it was coming out of every end, it was like this might be a little bit too much TMI, but you know what? That's what we do here on the podcast. <laughs> I literally was like sitting on a toilet having like diarrhea while I was puking at the same time. 
Like it was to the point where it was like I was puking and I couldn't control the forcefulness of me puking that it was like making me like poop. Have it. it was so bad. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember Trevi was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> so literally almost every 30 minutes I was getting up. So I had no rest whatsoever that night. And then I remember waking up finally for breakfast and I was like, I don't know if I can eat. Like it was to the point where every time I put something in my mouth, my my like stomach would be like gurgle, gurgle. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and mind you guys, like that day we had to get up in an airplane, a little like Cessna, <laughs> tiny little puddle jumper airplane. <laughs> and then that night was going to be an overnight yeah. bus ride to Araquipa. So I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is going to be torture. And it was, you guys, like torture. I really didn't know how bad it was until later when you were recalling all of your experience. I was like, I did not know it was that bad. Like I knew, I knew you were sick and I, like I knew you weren't feeling well, but later I was like, why? I had no idea it was as bad as it was. Well, because like I think at the it, during the time too, like okay, we were friends, but we weren't as close as we are now. Obviously, like now if that happened, I'd be like, "Girl, I got the shit." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just but say like, something because you're think, not you're not shy. I'm not really shy, but I yeah. at all like I I speak my mind. If you know me personally, you know I speak my mind, and you know being a nurse, a lot of that stuff is not. I don't know, but like I was feeling so awful, but I also like there was something in the back of my mind where I was like, I don't want to ruin the trip either. And, it, and I was like, we're only in Peru once. Like I, we have all this stuff planned. Like I didn't want to be like the Debbie Downer. So like I really kind of sucked it up and I didn't let you know how bad it really was, but like it yeah. was bad. I remember like at one point I was like, we don't have any toilet paper and I keep pooping. Like it was so bad. And then like, <laughs> yeah. And then the bus ride to like Arequipo was like really torturous because like it was windy it was windy and long a night train or a night bus it was a packed bus and it was like a double decker bus so we were like Mm -hmm. on the top of the bus and then I remember like the bathroom was downstairs Mm -hmm. so then I'd have to climb these stairs and then it it was so bad like I it's like traumatizing thinking of me actually having to poop on that bus because then I was like what if I have to puke too like it was just one of those things I just felt awful but (laughs) yeah going back to the Nazca lines (laughs) I did survive our uh our uh, plane ride there was a moment there though that I did think I was gonna lose my cookies like I've been on a small plane before and small planes don't bother me but the fact that I was already like feeling sick I was like oh is there is there a a puke bag (laughs) No, <laughs> but yeah, we um we flew over the Nazca lines. What do you think of them, Shreya? I I highly recommend taking a flight if you're ever going to be in Nazca. You you need to take a flight over over the Nazca lines. That's totally worth it, and you really get to appreciate the size and the shape of them. But I think they're made by aliens. It's just for how old they are. I just feel like they're the ingenuity of it would be too difficult for how old they are agree I also like don't understand like okay so each Nazca line and I don't know how many there are but they all are like 
actual symbols of something like there's a bird mm-hmm. there's a like a dog wasn't there mm-hmm. a monkey that one was there my was favorite. like a jetty there was a monkey and then shit you not you guys there's one that looks like an alien with his hand up <laughs> and that's, that's what i forgot about that was that one. one of the last ones we saw and i was like aliens they are doing a self-portrait and i'm gonna <laughs> die on this hill that there is no way that a human put this together and why would they put this together like it just made no sense yeah for how long it's been there and they really don't know they have like several theories as to how the nazca lions came about Mm -hmm. but one of them is that they're created by aliens and i agree so i collect magnets everywhere i go and my nazca my nazca magnet is an alien (laughs) and i love it (laughs) that one that one is yeah that one's the best but i agree alien the monkey and then the, the falcon i think mm-hmm. one of my favorites it's like a bird yeah. yeah it was actually really cool so how long do you think we were up in the air for like 30 minutes 30 40 yeah minutes? yeah 30 yeah. 40 minutes it was me sheree and then two other people mm-hmm. was it two girls yeah two girls yeah so there's like four of us and then yeah. like a captain like two guys and a pilot yeah yeah, yeah. and uh yeah it was fun we had a lot of fun yeah to be honest i so. loved it and I'm really glad that we made that decision to go. Oh, I'm I'm glad we decided to. Honestly, it was kind of like a yeah. once in a lifetime thing because, I mean, yeah. when else are we going to ever be and take the time to go to NASCAR? I don't think we ever mm-hmm. will. So I think, yeah, you know, having the opportunity to do that. I didn't even know it existed before Peru. Hop. I didn't either, to be honest. I think I yeah. knew about it only because we watched or I watched a um, YouTube video, um, flying oh, the really? nest. I'm pretty sure they went to oh, the NASCAR yeah, lines because okay. they did that. Peru Hop as well. And I'm pretty sure that's how I even thought of Peru Hop is through their YouTube video, if I do remember correctly. Okay. It's been a long time. Like I said, we haven't – we did that back in 2019, but it was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So I highly suggest you guys that if you guys are going to Peru, look into Peru Hop and stop at some of these lesser-known destinations because Peru is so much more than Cusco. It's so great. I love Peru. I know, me too. <laughs> there's something so still. There's something still so real about Peru, and yes, it's very touristy, but they keep their their culture alive, and they keep it. They don't. I don't know. There's something about it that, just, to me, doesn't feel over commercialized. Which, when you go to a lot of places that are super touristy, you can feel the commercialization of of it. And yeah, I don't know. This feels so real and raw still. I agree, because like Cusco. They are walking around in their, like, traditional dress. Mm-hmm. And at first you're like, oh, they do it for tourists. And I do think some of it is for tourism. But a good majority of them, it is just how they normally dress. Mm-hmm. So I do think there is a lot of, like, still culture in Peru that is not for tourism. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Arequipa. Yeah. I loved Arequipa. Yeah. And every time somebody talks about going to Peru, I'm always like, is Arequipa on your list? Because <laughs> I do think it's a hidden gem of Peru. Again, I, I never heard of it before Peru Hop. And it's beautiful. There's volcanoes there, so you can see volcanoes off in the distance. Isn't it called the White City? I think so. I think it's the White City. And like Shreya was saying, like it's surrounded by several volcanoes. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty. Like, there's a lot of hiking. So if you're into, like, outdoorsy things, hence the reason why we wanted to spend more than one day 
Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way for us, but I definitely would go back. Because I think if I go back, I would want to do, you know, the tour. Because there was a couple tours we could have done where, you know, we went f- up to one of the volcanoes. Yeah. And I wish we did, but we didn't have enough time for that. We decided the Nazca Lines was more important. But honestly, we enjoyed our, our day in Iroquipa. Um, We kind of just spent all day wandering the city. Mm-hmm. We went to this museum. So like we were saying, it's surrounded by volcanoes. And back in the day, they would sacrifice a young woman. Mm-hmm. Right? It yeah. was like all about like sacrifice. Like, sacrifice it was to appease mm-hmm. the gods of the, like the volcano gods yeah. or something like so that. then what they would do is they would sacrifice like a young woman in the tribe and they would do like this long march up to the top of the volcano and from there they would bury like a hole like or they would like create a hole where she would like sit in yeah yeah almost and like then a they would place different fabrics and yeah stuff. and like different ceramics like they would almost bury mm-hmm. her with things and they essentially mm-hmm. would sacrifice her to the volcano gods i'm saying all of this because we went to a museum where one of the most well-preserved women is at so i don't remember her name do you Let's see if i can google really quick i i, I couldn't even juanita yeah, her name is Mamiya Juanita or Mummy Juanita. We went to this museum because she was on display. And you can't take any video or photo, stuff like that, obviously. And then you walk into this room and the room is like an ice box, right? Really cold. Mm-hmm. They had to keep like temperature control and everything. And then she's in this like glass box almost, right? Yeah. And like... She is it was she is so well preserved. Yeah. Like her skin, her hair. She's definitely she was definitely like mummified. Like it was really kind of amazing. So that's definitely really interesting. But it was a really interesting museum because then you could learn more about the history of why they sacrificed. And they had these, of course, reenactments of of them marching up the mountain. And because when you first hear child sacrifice, you're like, that's crazy, that's gross, barbaric. But it's, I mean, in a way it still is. But when soon you get understand the thought behind it and how this girl actually willingly sacrificed herself. Well, it was like was an crazy. honor to be sacrificed chosen. and to be chosen to yeah. be sacrificed. So, like, she really was honored to take this, like, you know, sacrifice march. and this march up the volcano. So learning the history was very, very interesting. So definitely something that I think you guys should check out if you're an Araquipa. And it just kind of gives you more about the history of the area and why they do some of the things that they do. But yeah, we had a great time. And then also, what is it? Peru has more alpacas and llamas than they do people mm-hmm. in the There's country of Peru. So we went to like this alpaca museum. That was fun. I loved that. (laughs) Which was a lot of fun. And you could feed the alpacas and llamas, (laughs) which we spent way too much time doing that, by the way. They're so cute. (laughs) They were so cute. I love them. So we we fed the alpacas and llamas, but this museum actually shows, like, the whole process of, like, you know, shaving the alpacas, how they, like, dye the fur, they spin the fur, all of that. And then there was an actual person there actually, like, hand-weaving some kind Mm -hmm. of you know, fabric product, like tapestries. And 
It was mm-hmm. super cool. Definitely pricey though. So like if you're wanting to buy like some kind of alpaca sweater, just it was expensive. There. Keep that in mind. It was very expensive there. There's other places in Peru that you can buy cheaper, but also make sure you're not getting like an knockoff either, mm-hmm. like from China. So just <laughs> FYI, like it's kind of one of those things where like obviously like some kind of alpaca fur product is kind of like the main tourist yeah. souvenir to buy, mm-hmm. but you need to really be careful where you're buying it and that it's not like fake alpaca from China. So just <laughs> FYI. So, yeah. but like the baby alpaca fur goes for a lot more than adult alpaca fur. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind. But yeah, we had a lot of fun in Araquipa and we only had one full day, which I'm really kind of sad about because yeah. the next day we had to wake up and um, hop on the crew hop to Cusco. Cusco. Yeah. And that was a overday train or bus. Yeah. And, and it should have been an overnight bus because it was long. And this is the one downfall that I have of Peru Hop and that I will say in a, like anytime somebody asks me for my opinion, I always say I love it. The only problem that I had with Peru Hop is the fact that from Arequipa to Cusco was during the day. I do believe that it should have been a night bus. It was like 12 hours. We spent like 12 hours. It was a long time in the- on the bus. And getting into Cusco, so the Pruhat bus does not go into like the actual city of Cusco, like the old town. They park outside, so then we had to take a taxi, a taxi in. Yeah. But the day that we were arriving into Cusco, it was Halloween. Mhm. <laughs> So traffic getting into Cusco was awful. So like our last, what should have been only 20 minutes, took well over an hour. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we were already like, dude, we've been in like this bus all day. And we only had like two stops. Remember? Like we only had two stops. I was still like Mm -hmm. really sick, still had like food poisoning, right? And it was just like, oh, man, I couldn't wait to get to our, our hostel. And then we were, like, hungry because we didn't really have any stops. It was just – it was a bad day. <laughs> and it should have been just a night a night bus, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I think that would have been a better option, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. The reviews were pretty towards the end of the drive, but, yeah. Because did, we did, did we take any overlook spots? I can't remember. We did one. It was by like Lake Puno, wasn't it? I don't remember. Like what would have been like Lake Puno. Uh, there was some kind of lake that we stopped at, but it was more for us to like just go to the bathroom because it was only like a really, it was a really quick yeah. like stop. And then there was like souvenirs. So I almost feel like they stopped there to like <laughs> make us buy souvenirs. I don't know. It was like yeah. kind of a weird stop to be honest. And then we did stop and have lunch. Remember like we went to like some kind of like cultural center or something. That day is a blur. That day. So I don't remember much. Which I didn't really partake in because I was still really sick. And I remember just eating soup. And even like the soup, I was like, ugh. And then I remember having a pop because I was like, I felt like I needed something. Was like, it the day where it was like a probably. like a market? Was that the day? Where there was like, it was almost like a farmer's market type of thing. But it was maybe I don't, not your like American farmer's market. I don't it was like remember. your kind of side of the road. You mean in, was that it? I, I'm getting faint memories of that. I don't remember. No, 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 no. That was like the first day, I think. Oh, that was we the first were, day. Yeah. No, okay. this one was like at like some kind of cultural center, and 
like there was only like a set menu and either we wanted to eat or we didn't want to eat. And I was like, well, there's no other options for us to eat. So we all had to eat. It was like a very weird like lunch. And I remember mm. just being like, I'm sick. So I remember just like buying a pop because I was like, I needed like something fuzzy to help with my like bubbly to help yeah. with my stomach. And then I was like, I guess I'll eat some soup. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird day. Weird day. Mm. But yeah, I so, don't remember it. So we came into Cusco on Halloween night, and it was so cute seeing all the kids dressed up in their costumes and, like, trick-or-treating. I don't think I've ever been to another country during, like, Halloween. Mm -mm. So, like, and I know Halloween is not, like, a huge thing outside of the U.S. I think it's getting more and more popular, but you really don't see many people trick-or-treating outside of the U.S. So to see it in Peru, it was like super cute seeing all the kids running around with their um, yeah. their costumes on. And as soon as we checked into our hostel, we kind of like went outside and we kind of joined in on like the festivities because we were also bit. hungry. We were trying to find something to eat. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just so much fun. I remember going to like one of the squares and like all the kids are hanging out. Yeah. And there's like little markets and stuff like that. But that was like our first impression of like Cusco. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is so much fun. Yeah. So then the next day was obviously like Day of the Dead. Right. Mm -hmm. So and they really the holiday is more the day after Halloween. Mm hmm. I think most places were, like, closed that wasn't, like, touristy. Yeah. Right? So, essentially, they sell these breads. And they come in, like, different shapes. Like, one was, like, a horse. Mm -hmm. Right? One was, like, a like a baby doll almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With, like, an actual face. So, they buy these these big breads. And what they do is they go to the gravesite of their loved ones and they, like, break bread. Like, it's like a, a tradition. I don't know exactly what it's called. Um, Dia de los Difuntos. Difuntos. Day of the Deceased. Mm -hmm. And then they offer that bread. So naturally, of course, we, <laughs> we're seeing this bread everywhere. So we did get some bread. Yes. We had... They also have different flavors with this bread. They have plain. They have apple, chocolate. Was there another one? There was like a couple fruit. I think it was a couple of fruit. Yeah. And so we ended up getting chocolate because chocolate and another tradition when you eat this bread is that you're supposed to eat it with hot chocolate. Our hostel has a little cafe and I noticed earlier that day that they had hot chocolate on the menu. So I'm like, great, we can go grab our bread. We can go into one of the, the rooms. They have a movie room at this hostel. Shout out to Selena. They have a movie room there. <laughs> and so we can order hot chocolate and eat our bread. And so we go to the cafe, order her, our hot chocolate, and he asks up if we want it sweet. And I was like, no, I think it'll be fine just how it normally is. And we get our hot chocolate. We come back. We sit down. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mistake, by the way, you guys. <laughs> we, like, yep. cheersed it because... <laughs> We were like, oh, cheers. We both took a sip of the hot chocolate at the same time. We both looked at each other. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so bad. There was like. There was zero sugar in it. Yeah. So it was like legit like straight like cocoa powder. So it was like yeah. really bitter, but also really watery. Because like I'm used to like the hot chocolate here in the U.S. being very rich and like and milky. thick. And yeah. milky. And oh my God, this was so bad. Worst hot chocolate <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life. Hands down. It was awful. 
Another thing, too, is that there is this chocolate chain shop in Peru. And I had a hot chocolate there before you came, actually. Before you came to Lima, I went there and I was like, I'll just have a sit and have a like a cinnamon hot chocolate. And it was so good. So I was kind of expecting it to be like melted hot chocolate. But no, no. it was not. I think that's why I said no sugar because I was like, oh, it'll be fine by itself. No, it was so bad. It was like the worst hot chocolate ever. But yeah, that was was fun. Yeah. And then we also did a day trip to Moray and Morass. So fun. So basically we wanted to really kind of acclimate to the altitude. And we did a day trip to Moray and Morass. So one is like these salt pans. Which is cool. And another is like... I don't even know how to describe it. Was it like the agriculture? Yeah, it's like, like it a was terrace like terraces. Farm. Yeah, which is very interesting because like we learned, I learned quite a bit yeah. with like the whole like how they use like the different terraces because like the Incans were extremely smart, too smart for their own good for that time period. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it was the like, I, I really also think about how like <laughs> we have really gone the other way in this day and age because like the Incans were so smart and like our society is so stupid I'm just like how (laughs) how how did we like backtrack here but anyways I digress the Incans are so smart that they knew based on the altitude that if they did like terraces they knew they could grow crops that needed different weathers like temperatures and stuff Mm -hmm. so they knew that if okay if I do these terraces I can grow potatoes here and then I can grow corn here Mm -hmm. so it was very very interesting yeah that was so fun because we stopped Mm -hmm. at three three different ones three different stops for the terraces Mm -hmm. and they progressively got larger and larger so it was just crazy Mm -hmm. to see how because there was some that they were preserving and then there was some that was just in its natural how they found it and so it was cool to see how it was when they found it when it was honestly it was starting to become crumbled and and falling Mm -hmm. apart but then they can see the ones that how it would have looked when they restored it how it would have looked I don't know however many years ago it was kind of cool too because we were able to like walk down one of them yeah through one of the um, terraces and you can like as you're walking down, feel how it gets colder, how it just feels different, which was mm-hmm. like really, really cool. So that was definitely interesting. And then when we went to like the salt pans, that was interesting too. Yeah. Like just to see like all the salt that's produced. It was cool. Yeah. I tried it and it was mm-hmm. very salty. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. improve, you know. And then our time in Cusco, we just spent kind of like walking around like I think we had like one full day mm-hmm. in Cusco it was kind of like raining and overcast but you know we saw the city the majority of the city I think for mm-hmm. what we wanted to see you know we mm-hmm. walked around and did a couple of the markets went you know to like a couple of the churches and yeah that's Cusco. where we bought our alpaca ponchos was in the markets because they have of course alpaca goods sold everywhere and it was lining the square the Playa de Armas. And those ones were expensive. But as soon as you go further in to the markets, that's where you can find the more affordable ones. And we saw this really sweet stand with this really sweet woman. And I know a little bit of Spanish, so I was talking to her a little bit. 
and I was trying them on and she was telling me that my hair is so long and <laughs> all of these things and I was just responding in what I could in Spanish. She ended up giving us these cute little gifts. She gave us these cute little magnets uh, magnets that mm-hmm. were like these little cute little Peruvian girl magnets and it was so special and so sweet. She was like so excited to give it to us too. Like yeah. I remember her being like, oh, here. <laughs> this is a gift for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we bought ponchos and then yeah, we got our little magnet. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, that brings us to our next, the main reason why we went to Peru, and that was to see Machu Picchu. Yeah. But in order to get to Machu Picchu, we decided, or at least I talked straight into it. I thought, you know, this would be a great idea. And we trekked the Salkantai to Machu Picchu. But that's where this story is going to end because that is a whole story in its own <laughs> that brings a lot of trauma, a lot of growth, a lot of emotional and physical trauma <laughs> that we still carry with us today, but also brings a lot of growth in a very beautiful ending empowerment yes so we're going to end the episode here and we are going to see you guys next week so you're going to have to tune in next week to figure out highs and lows what our trauma (laughs) our highs and lows of this trip because it happened in a span of a couple (laughs) days and it's something that you're going to want to listen to because uh, we are going to unleash some trauma (laughs) And you're going to need a drink for it because we need a drink just to talk about it. So you guys are going to have to tune in next week to hear how I almost died on the Salkantai track. (laughs) Because you guys, I did. I almost died. I had some medical issues on this track. Sherea did. She left me. (laughs) I had to fend for myself. So if you guys want to hear how we nearly died on the Salkantai then you need to tune in next week. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Hey, travel besties. Sheree and I would love to say thank you for listening to today's episode of the Passports and Coffee podcast. As always, our goal is to inspire our fellow corporate world millennials like us to start prioritizing travel and help you to escape the nine to five. If you are loving the podcast, we would love for you to let us know by taking the time to leave us a review. Don't forget to follow the Passports and Coffee podcast on your favorite listening platform, and we will see you next week for a new episode.